Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Betting with Scott and Jake. I am Scott. And I am Jake. Yes. Sitting. You never give me a chance to, like, give you a proper introduction. (laughs) I always, during the week, I plan on, um, I plan on, oh, I'm going to say, like, the greatest. I'm going to say he's the player prop master. I'm going to say that he's the man behind the scenes. I'm going to say, I think he even mountain climbs. A little bit. A little, or something, like indoor mountain climbing. But, and I'm like, and then the man, Jake West, and then I get all of that plan, and you go, and I'm Jake. <laughs> really fast. And I uh, next podcast, you got to give me time to give you like a really grand introduction. All right, I'll put that in my notes. And we'll do that. Yeah, we'll put it in the notes, and we'll do that in front of Parrish like we've been doing it the whole time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> next week, we have Parrish coming on, um, who is the MMA expert for you, BetSmart. It's okay. He can have that. I've sacrificed one of my shoes so Barkley can have um, a shoe to have because he's not allowed to have anybody else's shoes in the house. Okay. So I gave him an old pair of shoes. There you go. So that's his shoe. All right. So yeah, Barkley's your beautiful little dog. Yeah, I got a dog, Barkley, named after Sir Charles Barkley, <laughs> the greatest NBA player of all time. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one in the world that thinks that. Um, we were talking about Parish. Parrish is coming on the show next week. We're going to talk about MMA. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, he's our expert for You Bet Smart for MMA. And we're going to have fun uh, talking about it. Yeah. Trying to pick his brain on how he's going to break down this fight and where he thinks it's going to go. And I don't know. I'm excited to hear his opinion. Yeah. It's good to add him to the You Bet Smart team. Um, YouBetSmart.com is where you can get all of our picks. Uh, right now, it is $25 a month. If you DM us on Twitter or TikTok or ask to join our Discord group or our Reddit community, the Reddit community, um, join and we will give you one month free. We'll uh, set it up in the back end and you'll get all of our picks. Honestly, I think we do like... I feel like the average is at least like 15 to 20 picks a day, especially if you include Saturdays. Saturdays seem to be a lot of picks, but you get all of our picks. We'll get into it a little bit more about how well we're doing. And if you would have signed up two months ago, how well you could have done. Um, But sign up at YouBetSmart.com, $25 a month, and you get all of our picks. All right. What what um? Do we have any notes from the previous shows about how shitty we're doing at this podcast? <laughs> well, I, I had one uh, criticism about how the dashboard wasn't working, and after I looked into it further, I noticed that I messed up again on one of the formulas for the dashboard. I have no experience building a dashboard, and I just watched some videos and tweaked it and made it work for our system and. Uh, long story short, we fixed the formula. It's working now, so now we could look up exactly how much profit you have for a certain day, um, a certain time period, or even a certain sport, certain uh, like stars. If you do three-star picks, how well are you doing on those? Or three-star picks for the NBA over a certain time period. All that will auto-populate on the graph, and we can see the profit during that time period now. 
And we'll get into a little bit more of that later. And just to give you an idea of what the dashboard is, because I don't think the people at home listening know what it is. It's just our back end to where it shows all of our statistics on all of the bets that we do. We do a lot of bets. In two months, I personally, for the team bets, have done 842 bets. Wow. That's up to the minute. Um, so we need all of that data put together on a dashboard where we can see how we're doing in all the different elements of our sports betting strategy. So that's what Jake means when he's talking about a dashboard um, or our dashboard. One of the things that we really want to do in the future for you bets more is to have every customer have their own dashboard. Agreed. So when you sign into youbetsmart.com and you go to your account page, you'll have that dashboard where you'll see all of your bets that you've done, all of the bets you would have done if you did every single one of them at YouBetSmart, um, all of the ones you've added yourself personally, just so it'll have a whole dashboard of all of your sports betting statistics. I can't wait till we have that. I know. I was thinking about it before we started this, so we need to do it. Yeah. Eventually, it'll get there. It'll take some time. It might take... You know, this is going to be something that we're doing for the rest of our lives. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, we got time to build you bet smart, but uh, I'm excited for the future and and I like what we got so far, and I like doing this podcast too. It's a lot of fun. Any other notes? Um, yeah, I guess Rigo had some compliments for us. Who's uh, Rigo? They're your friend. Yeah, my good buddy, my work partner. Uh, let's see. He said that. You guys have great content already. He he does feel like that we could do some more self-promotion, maybe do even a little ad for our own website. Uh, Hence our ad at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did um, tell me that a couple days ago. Yeah. And that's why we talked about You Bet Smart like a couple minutes ago. And um, don't worry, everybody. We got five more ads in the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, while you're looking that up, I'll just do another one. Sign in to... You. No, just kidding. Okay. Yeah, he just had some positive stuff to say and thinks that we could do some more self-promoting, maybe some more um, breaks in between or... I don't know. What do you mean by breaks? What does just, that mean? I guess instead of doing the whole show through, we could have a, a break or something. like. I don't know. That, that was his advice on how we could maybe have different ads throughout too as well so. oh like break up the show with an ad in the middle yeah i guess so oh uh, okay okay or like an intermission like when you go to a movie and it's four hours long and you can go out to the lobby to get popcorn something like that too <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. well um you're gonna have to provide your own popcorn yeah at home uh all right well that's any other notes i think that's it for now okay i have a couple notes i i, I i'm gonna push back on rego I love Rigo. He's a really awesome guy. Yeah. He's an awesome guy. He's always so positive, too. Yes, sir. And I'm glad that he, like, listens and um, and uh, and has, like, some positive feedback. I'm going to push back a little bit. I think we could do a lot better. I agree. I know that we, I mean, that we're new to this, and it's only, like, our, what, seven or eight, number seven or number eight. Um, and we're going to get better, but... I, at times, like for instance, that w the one time in the last podcast where we started just talking about like our dashboard again, again, yeah, and 
And uh, I kind of got hung up on one part wasn't working and like the listeners at home don't need to hear that. Yeah, well, it's confusing though. It was my error on the formula, so I don't but, blame you at all for that. But we can keep that off the podcast. That was my fault and of putting it on the podcast. And um, I just feel like sometimes it's boring. I can't, I don't, I don't know why. I'm, I'm just going to say it. I, I think that it could be like more interesting and hopefully this one is. We'll see. I wonder what, so we looked at our statistics and Fade the Fanatics, I think it was episode three, was by far the most popular podcast. I wonder what we did on that one that made it interesting. Or is it just the title? It is a great title. Yeah, maybe it's the, maybe the title like kind of like grabs people. They see it, they click on it. I don't know. We have a lot to learn. Just like in sports betting, like we're analyzing our podcast just like we would a sports bet. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, we just got to keep tweaking our product until we get the outcome we want. But I, I like our trajectory. I think we're getting closer to what we want, but we're still, we have a lot to learn. And I know I can get a lot better and you, I'm sure you can get better in certain areas. And yeah, I don't know. I love the feedback though. We need more feedback from people. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, DM us at YouBetSmart on TikTok and Twitter. Talk about or ask to be invited to the Discord and the Reddit group page. Is yeah. that how that works? I don't even know how that works. Yeah. Um, they could reach out to us on either one. And then I don't know if they want to reach out on Twitter or Facebook or anything, get information on any one of our social medias, feel free. Uh, we just literally opened the discord and read it. I don't understand that much about it. Obviously we can do our daily posts on articles we think are fascinating. And then, um, maybe give some tips, daily tips or something. And then I don't know if we want to give like a free pick on there to keep people entertained in there. And I know, uh, some people are going to want to give their own advice on picks, which I, I don't know. It's a little debatable whether we should, we should let people put picks out there, but I feel like they're naturally going to want to do that. They're going to want to express their opinion. And I feel like we should almost just let them do that. Is They're not unofficial picks from you, BetSmart, but they're going to want to express their own opinion too. Yeah, absolutely. If there's any picks that are out there on the Discord or the Reddit page, um, look for... It's, I think that your account is you bet smart. Yes. Sir. And I think mine is you bet smart snack bar. Okay. So if there's any picks, it's going to be coming from those two accounts and any other picks are not official picks, exactly. even though we love to hear from them Yeah, and exactly. talk about it. Yeah. All right. Um, did you want to talk about, did you want to talk about Twilio, like about the business and how we can't send any text messages out? Yeah, we might as well. Um, have we talked about that on the podcast before? I don't know that we have, but it wouldn't, wouldn't be hurt, uh, hurtful to express it again. So Yeah, episode seven, we're already in reruns. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, so what's going on with Twilio? Like what, maybe give a little background about how you bet Smart was set up or how it was intended to be set up. Okay, yeah, so originally we didn't have the money to invest in an app, apps or I mean, it's going to run us 10, 20, 30 K for a legitimate app. So, uh, but we also needed to get picks out to people as fast as possible. It's really imperative that right when we send out our picks that they place the bets as soon as possible because the lines move so fast. So we, in order to get, uh, our clients, their picks as fast as possible, we invested in a back end 
where once we submit our picks, they automatically get sent to all of our clients at whatever time we put in. <clears throat> and so via text. Yes, sir. So it was working great for a while. And then a new law changed. I believe it's in the United States and Canada to where messages can now be filtered and you can basically have your account suspended if you send out picks that are deemed as spam or untrustworthy. So <clears throat> every company is assigned a trust score. And because we're a new company, we have a low trust score. So our text messages were getting filtered to start. So we would send out, let's say, 10 picks, and maybe three or five of them would get sent out to our clients. So it just was unfortunate that we weren't being able to provide up to the minute texts to our clients. And so we, we were dealing with uh, the text getting filtered on AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon. All three of the companies were doing the same thing. And then, um, and then Twilio ends up suspending us because we're affiliated with gambling. And even though we're not, nobody could place bets on our site. We're just a data analytics company, and we analyze sports and give our recommendations. But... Uh, long story short, they suspended us, and now we can no longer give out any text messages. So in order for people to get the latest information on our picks, they have to refresh the website throughout the day. <clears throat> and so we might <clears throat> we might be able to use Discord or Reddit to let people know all our picks are out. Or we can use that, that thing that I was talking about called Dub Club, yeah. where it's a site that kind of does all that for you. I'll look into that. Okay. Or we could use Discord or Reddit, or you can just sign into your account and update your page. It's a little confusing, but we are going to, in the future, we're going to filter it all out so it'll be a little bit more pleasant to the eyes, yeah. and you'll be able to see the, the pics that we have out that day a little easier. And we're also going to look into email, sending them out on email. The thing that I really like about Dub Club is they'll do the text messages, emails, and Discord page for you. It's automatic. Wow. And they had a good idea where you send out a link. So the text message is a link that doesn't have anything to do about sports betting. But you click on the link and it goes to a page where it shows the picks for the day. So if Verizon is filtering or if they're censoring yeah. your text messages, then they won't recognize that it's a sports bet because it's just a link. There you go. I think it's a great idea. I can't believe that we're getting censored for sports betting when, I mean, it just reminds, I know a lot of people talk about this, but it, it reminds me of Twitter, how Twitter was getting censored and Donald Trump got kicked off Twitter and then Elon bought Twitter, found out about all the censorship that was going on with the government and then they're fighting that. It feels like there's a war right now for censorship in America and for the freedom of speech. Yeah. It's amazing that we don't have the freedom of speech to text out our sports betting texts. I know. It's so crazy. It's, it's, it's like in it's 36 wild. states, it's legal, but we can't send out a text message, even though it's legal in most of the U.S. It's pretty wild. It's, I mean, we're censored on our, on our texts that we want to send out where we're not able to bet in a comfortable way being in the state of California. Um, it's pretty wild, but 
we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out for our customers. Yeah. And um, right now, you'll still get them. You just log into the website. Yeah. And our prices, in my opinion, are really cheap. So I don't know. Once we get the the app and everything working, we'll probably have to raise our prices at that point. But right now, you might as well take advantage of our, our good rates. Absolutely. $25 a month. Sign up at YouBetSmart.com. How did you do this week? Uh, let's check out the dashboard. Let's find out how all of our customers did. Okay. At you bet smart. I didn't do that great. I came back down to earth. I think I was even in the hole this week. It was really rough. Right. I've had a rough week. Yeah, you've been unbelievably killing it though. Um, so since the eleventh to until today, is that the eleventh yeah. was last Saturday? So okay, and then. Until the seventeenth, which was last night, <clears throat> um, I'll do mine too. I did have a big dip, but then recovered nicely overall. Uh, up one thousand eight hundred and two dollars, so not a huge jump, but that puts the grand total at um, nine You're inching up closely to me. I am still above you, and I'm. I have had an extra month and I'm holding on to that lead, but I know that eventually it's going to go. <laughs> so that's why I just, I know that I'm never, there's going to be a point where you're going to cross me and I'm never going to see you again. <laughs> so I'm just like savoring all the moments that I have now because it's not going to last forever. <laughs> yeah. I got a long ways to catch up still. No, 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 no. Not after my little dip that I've had. So, I'm sorry, you said that you gained around... Uh, $1,802. The one part that's kind of... Uh, I'm kind of impressed with, again, is the win rate's back up to 60 flat, 60%. Nice. And wow. it's literally 60 even on... Um, I don't know. Let me t- check out the total amount of bets. 60% win rate is nice. On I mean... 270 bets. So, it's not a huge sample size, but... It's still, uh, it's still, I don't know, a good trajectory. It's especially after the one and nine night I had. I still can't forget about that. <laughs> came, well, came back. You should because you came back and you're doing great. And it's not a big sample size because it's only 270 bets. But I mean, we've been doing this system that you're doing, or a variation of it, for over ten years, and that's exactly like the number i think some years i've remember you being like 63 64 or higher something around there but like the 60 clip is kind of like what it is yeah so it's i know it's a small sample size but it seems like it's a true yeah sample size i agree i I, i'm surprised it came back so fast because i know right when i started doing it it started out a little ugly and i don't know it's it's turning around one thing that's surprising is I haven't had a great streak. Um, on here, it shows my my best streak is eight. That uh, the formula on on there is actually wrong because it it counts how many uh, ones are in the column in a row, and the do not plays have no one in the win column or the loss column. So the it doesn't. So let's say there's five wins in a row, and then there's a do, do not play, or play, and then there's five wins in a row after that. I'm only going to have a win streak of five with this formula. It, it's a pretty complex formula. I'm going to need to reach out and f- and get help on that one. Okay. But, but uh, 
That's one thing that I need to correct. So, so you're up 1800 on the week. Yes, sir. And you're up over 9,000. 9,254 in 44 days. In 44 days. That's amazing. 92% um, return. So awesome. So awesome. Um, anything else that like kind of like sticks out at you on your on your week? Um, n- nothing s- spectacular or anything. I just... It's no, no, work. you didn't have a one and eight n- no, night. No one and nine night. Um, one and nine. I didn't have any great uh, nights either. In all honesty, it's like a slow climb every night. That's what it looks like. It's like your graph looks like a wave, like a slow sine wave that's like inclined. Yeah, you know. So it. Uh, I mean, one time you said I had a pullback night. I don't even think it was the one and nine night. It was a different night, and I'm like looking at your graph. I'm like, I don't see a pullback. <laughs> So, so, I mean, that just shows you how consistent it is, Yeah, which is pretty exciting. My week wasn't as good. Finally had a losing week right now, as of right now. I've even updated my bets that I had this morning, and I've had a lot of them. I'm at minus $850, so I'm down about a grand. I think I'm at, uh, I'm at around, well, I could tell you, it's at around $1,450. Five hundred dollars. Let's say fourteen thousand, not fourteen hundred. Fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. I'm up, and that's over like a ten week period. Um, Unbelievable. Da- down a ground for the week. In a way, it almost feels like comforting <laughs> that it, that like I kind of had a bad week because things were going way too good and they they were kind of unrealistic. And it feels good to like kind of be back on the ground. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at your graph right now, and if you look at the the uh, trend line, you spent a decent amount of time above the trend line. So it was like natural almost for your graph to pull back a little bit too. I love that trend line. The trend line on the dashboard is cool. It'd be cool to have all these features. Just imagine if you're listening right now. Imagine if you had all of your bets over the course of your career and there was a graph, it was broken down into the sports, it was broken down into the different books that you did, it was broken down into the different bets that you made, like spread, money line, over, under, and you could see all of your data. And looking at the graph is pleasing, especially if you're winning, Yeah, which we are. So, it, I mean, the graph does, the, I start to hate the graph. When I've had a losing streak, there was a, a certain losing streak in January where I had like 14 days where I couldn't get off the schneid, as Chris Bergman used to say. But yeah, yeah, it, it is. It, it, it's it looks like it, it, it's an, it's a graph that is on the incline. Yeah. So I mean, that's always good. It looks impressive. You you've had a winning month every month since you've started. November you had. Three thousand nine hundred and eighty-five uh, dollar positive. Then two thousand four hundred twenty-one in December, January three thousand eight hundred and eleven, and then February three thousand eight hundred and thirty. It's been consistent. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I I think the secret is the amount of bets I'm doing. I'm doing a lot of bets, but I don't want to promote that because doing a shit ton of bets isn't necessarily a good thing. It's got to be, there's got to be a system in place, and there is. There's a system in place that says, do this amount of bets. 
And it just happens to be that I have a system that like does have a lot of bets. Now, granted, there's a ton of sports out there. Like you might love basketball. So you bet on basketball. We're in the season right now, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of sports and I tend to, I'm not shy to go into any sport. Yeah. So that does add a lot of bets like this. For instance, this morning I had 20, 20 soccer bets. I mean, I've already had it's right now it's 12, 15 Pacific standard time. And I've already had 19 bets are finished. Wow. Okay. That are already done. Okay. So I have a lot of bets, but I, I, I throw them out across a lot of, um, sports. Yeah. And I think that is a key to have a lot of bets, but at home, if you're listening at home, don't have a lot of bets just to have a lot of bets. That doesn't make any sense. It has to make sense. You have to follow a system. Yeah. And I think that is one of our um, keys to success at You Bet Smart is like following a system. Yeah. I I would say we we have such a big list. They don't even have to bet all their, uh, or I mean all of our lists. They can just literally look at the list and research their all the bets we have and find the ones that make sense for them. I guarantee you that out of all of our customers, I, I bet you there's not a single person who's done all the bets since they've signed up. Oh yeah. Let's give them that benefit of the doubt that yeah. if you sign up, I guarantee you can't. We have so many. I know. There's no way you can keep up with all of them. Yeah. It is a, a bit much for one person to do 20 bets, 30 bets in a day or more. Today we have over almost like 35 or something. So far. And I haven't even, I haven't even gotten into all the afternoon and evening games. I didn't even look at the college basketball yet, and I don't know. And then soccer on top of it. There's a lot of bets that I'm still not doing yet because I would like to get the bots prepared for it because they're so time consuming. And that just brings up a something I would like to say. A little shout out to Jason, uh, basically like our chief. Uh, technical officer who's helping us a lot behind the scenes and helping me build the bot. Um, just his work has helped out tremendously. So I can't wait to continue to build upon the relationship we have with him. What are you guys working on right now? The NCAA bot. So hopefully. Oh, and that's a player props for player props. Yes, sir. So hopefully this week we'll have that. It's going to take me a little bit to um, tweak the algorithm to just get the output we want. But right now we have the sports betting site we have that data and then we have the players averages data and the bots ready we just need to apply the algorithm okay and what when you say bot what does that mean i don't so essentially it's um instead of doing my algorithm every day for the player props which takes me hours a day conservatively i'm basically automating a lot of the process with a bot which is a computer program that rips the data from the websites that like where we want those the, those values and then we basically use all those all, all those values I, I, we're basically building a filter so we rip all the data and then we associate each player with their respective averages ver- versus the line and look for deviations in the line versus the average look up, look for matchups um Essentially, it's printing a list. It's weeding out all the bets that have no value. So it's kind of like a computer software program that runs through all the lines, runs through an algorithm that you give it, like a step-by-step process that you give it. Yeah. And then 
it prints out a list saying like all the things that you wanted that you told me to do. Here's the list of them. Exactly. And then you go through them and just make sure like everything's kosher. Exactly. And then I apply some more layers and look at the lineups, look at injuries and trends and matchups. And I apply multiple other layers, but the bot saves me so much time. I could literally just push a button and make a coffee real quick. And then when I come back, the list is ready for me. And I don't know, at one point, at one point we used to have the bot like place the bets for us too. It would basically go to the sports betting site, grab all the the bet data. And then it would go to like uh, another site, grab all their stats. And then it would apply up to eight different layers. And if any of the bets met those, the criteria we were asking it for, then it would log into the sports betting site, put our username or password and place the bets for us. And um, we ran into some difficulties because the sports betting sites don't like when bots are on their platform. And so they started changing the user interface code behind the website and it broke our bot. So I don't know, it set us back for a while. But now that we're working with Jason, uh, he's got some alternative methods that he's been introducing and so far, the bot's working better than it has ever. And you can get all of our bot picks that the bot figures out with a little bit of human influence at yes. youbetsmart.com. Yes, $25 a month. You sign up. You get all of our picks. You sign into our account page, and you get all the picks that we have. Um, and if you DM us uh, on TikTok, Twitter, Discord, the other one. Reddit. And uh, you sign up at you bet smart. You don't have to even sign up. Just DM us and we'll give you one month for free so you can check it out for free to see if we're telling the truth on any of this stuff. Exactly. And after that, $25 a month. I mean, it's worth it. If you do exactly what we say, you'll, you'll be making in the thousands of dollars. And $25 a month is nothing. And it's not going to stay that way for long. Yeah. The one thing I would note is every time we recommend a star, that's to to win a hundred dollars so if we recommend a three star that would be to win three hundred dollars yeah that's the star system that we have set up so if you look at the stars every star is worth a hundred dollars um we are so for our bank account we've started we've talked about it before on the podcast we've started a team bank account for my bets which are all team bets like over unders on games spreads money lines um ten thousand dollars for me and then we have $10,000 for you for all player props. That's yeah. your expertise. And so that's a $20,000 bankroll that we started with. Yeah. And then we're moving that up to a million. That's our mission to a million. In five years. In under five years. And so far, last podcast, we were at 42000 No. I think that we were at like 39,000 and we just, we, we, oh no, we were at 42,000. We were at 42,000 and yeah. then our goal was to get to 45,000 and we we're going to move the stars up. Yeah. So we were going to do every star is worth a hundred dollar bet to every star is worth $200 bets. Yeah. We did get that goal. Yeah. So we are moving our, our picks up soon and we will announce that when we do that. Okay. Um, we're just getting all of our ducks in a row before we. Yeah. Move it up. I, I have the formula done. I, I sampled it last night. It's ready to go whenever we want to officially announce the the bumping up in stars. Or, Let's do it. Okay. Let's just do it. 
I'm should we just start tomorrow? So it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, before so, we, like, regardless of the results today, so we just start tomorrow fresh, right from the beginning, and every time we bet to win uh, one star instead of being 100, it'll now be worth 200. But you would still, if we recommend a one star to you, you would still only bet one percent of your bankroll. But our our one percent of our bankroll is now. A bigger percentage our bankrolls more than doubled so now we're going to do it at our one star is going to be 200 now and that's a good point that you brought up i wanted to put that in a segment that we usually have later in the show okay but we're talking about it right now so i want to bring it up if you are you if you're a client or even if you're not a client and you are using money management for your bankroll which you should always do Every star, a better way of explaining it is every star is 1%. That's what we're doing now. Yeah. And even though we moved it from $100 a star to $200 a star, every star is still 1% max. Exactly. It actually is a lot of times lower than 1% because as your bankroll grows yeah. and you haven't moved up the stars, then that means that that star is going to be like less than 1%. So it's 1% or less. Precisely. That brings up a really good point. If you look at, I, I don't know, I feel like our graphs, the volatility gets a little lower over time. And that's just because our bankroll is growing. So the percentage for each bet is smaller and smaller until we increase our, our uh, the value of each star. I don't know. I feel like the volatility at each level might start off fairly high. And then as you get closer to the next level, the volatility will probably taper off a little bit and get flatter. Absolutely. And then once you double the stars or double the value again, then it's probably going to get a little choppy. Or you can also lower your stars a little bit. That's what I usually do with my team bankroll is we're about to make a leap Mm -hmm. up to the next level. And when we do that, if you are a client, you may notice that the team bets are a lot of three and four stars right now. That's because my team bankroll is high. And if we jump up to the next level, I'm going to bring those stars down a little bit. So like I even use my stars according to my bankroll, which is what I was going to get into a little bit later, but good thing that we're talking about it now. And also the point is that we have stars, but it's a guideline and our stars are based off of our bankrolls. So you should use the stars according to your bankroll and you can adjust the stars according to your bankroll. In fact, my team bankroll is, I mean, plus 140% right now. And I'm still using a star system that is way lower than that, than my bankroll. And so I'm doing high stars. But let's say, for instance, your bankroll was not at that level. You just started at You Bet Smart a couple of weeks ago. You're still around like the 10,000 mark. You don't have, if you see a four star, you can bring it down to three or two stars. You can adjust your stars or your percentage for each bet according to your bankroll. Yeah, I think that's a great, great point you brought up. I would also say they should have the freedom to be able to lower their stars however they see fit, whenever they want to reduce risk, just lower your stars. But I wouldn't recommend really raising your stars on your own because we're saying that's the max level that we recommend. Absolutely. Or just to push back a little bit on what you're saying, yeah. you could, if it, if it made sense to your bankroll, let me give you an example. Yeah. Right now, 
we're going to raise our stars up, right? Uh So for instance, my bankroll is going to be, it started at 10,000 and it's going to be at around 25,000 and I'm raising my stars up. I'm, we're raising the star, the value of the stars. the value of the stars up. So I'm going to have some two, instead of having three and four stars, I'm going to have more two stars. Okay. I'm going to bring my stars down a little bit okay. because I don't want the volatility. Okay. And that's because every star is now worth 200 yeah. to a $25,000 bankroll. Yeah. So it's getting near, it's almost near the 1% mark Okay. per star, 1% per star. Yeah. Let's say you're a client and you started with a $10,000 bankroll mm-hmm. and your bankroll, you happen to hit us on a, on a slow streak and your bankroll, no, no, I'm sorry. You started with a $10,000 bankroll. Yeah. You move that bankroll up to 30,000, but you don't want to raise your, you're not raising your stars with us. Yeah. So, so, so your bankroll is now 30,000. But your stars are $100 per star. Yeah. If you see me on a team bet put out a two star, you could say, well, I have a $30,000 bankroll and my stars are still at one at, at $100. I, I can take that two star and actually make it a three star bet because my bankroll is higher than theirs. Yeah. Does that make sense? I'm, I did not explain that correctly, but... I get what you're saying. I, I think, yeah, they should have the freedom for that. It, it's also the stars are always a percentage of the bankroll too, so... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I lower my stars to make it a lower percentage, but someone might want a little bit higher percentage because their bankroll is way higher than mine. Yeah. I I think that uh, obviously everybody's going to do their own, um, whatever makes sense to them. If somebody and your example doubles or triples their bankroll, like you're saying they're going from 10 to 30 and their system's obviously working and they have confidence in it, then obviously like there's always exceptions. And I think in that situation, I would follow that, like your gut. Like, I don't think that's wrong what you're saying at, at all. I do think that the the maximum we always recommend is no more than 5% of your bankroll like that's just like the threshold. If you go any higher than that, your volatility is just going to be through the roof and we try to re- reduce that as much as possible. That's why we, we recommend such a low percentage of your bankroll. And not only that, um, I don't think we've even ever had a bet since we've started tracking all this stuff that's over 4%. I know yeah. that for sure. Yeah. It might not even have been over 3.5%. You know? yeah. So yeah, max is 5 but... Don't ever do a five. Yeah, we're not even offering five uh, stars right now. It's going to be very rare. and uh, I don't know. I feel like there's certain uh, bets that that could be five stars, but it's we're purposely pulling back on the stars to reduce the volatility as much as possible. Yeah, and even though that we're confident in all these bets and um, these bets have built up our bankroll more than double so far, Yeah. Um, well, not an even though, but like just to give an example of some of the bets, we give out free picks each. Um, well, we have, I don't think we've done it every podcast, but we did a bunch lately. Yeah. Um, I think you, did you have two picks that you gave out last time? 
Yeah, Travis Kelsey under 7.5 receptions. That was in the Super Bowl. And then Sam uh, Bamford under 2.5 shots. And both of those won. The Kelsey, I would note that I never heard so much criticism on a bet in my life. Is that like, right? Everybody thought that was a terrible bet. Who By everybody, it's like all your buddies? And and you were the only one that saw value in that it loved it yeah, yeah. i absolutely loved everybody that i talked to thought i was an idiot <laughs> which makes me that that was my point on yeah. the last podcast is if everybody i think i even said this if everybody loves that bet yeah i mean hates it if everybody thinks if everybody is very pro kelsey yeah that makes me think that it should be more than two stars yeah i think that a i think i even mentioned it like i it would be awesome to see what the percentage of the public is on a bet in a player prop. Yeah. Like, there's got to be that info out there somewhere. That would be crucial. I I think that if we had that value, it would definitely give us uh, more. We'd be able to analyze the bet even further. You should have a filter that if three of your friends say it's a terrible bet, you add a star. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I I've honestly have never heard so much criticism on a bet. Like Literally everyone said... I, that was terrible. I had some friends say he was going to get double that. <laughs> so that's crazy. I even listened to some other podcasts recently because I want to start learning about what other sports betting podcasters are doing. Mm-hmm. And literally, not one of the pros said that they had Kelsey under. I heard some people saying he was going to get two touchdowns. Everyone was betting over, and I, I don't. I didn't hear anyone else say bet under against kelsey like man that would have made me think like this should be a four-star bet seriously since so many people yeah that's kind of what i do on some of my bets is i put out feelers to kind of my friends like a group of like 10 to 20 people and if a certain amount of people are on one side i'm like i'm gonna be on the other side yeah that (laughs) i need to be on the other side of that yeah then how did your picks do i went three and one I'm not going to individually get into each one. They were chalk bets. They had high percentages, but went three and one. I was kind of expecting to at least go three and one, um, but five and one for our picks that we did last week isn't bad. No, not at all. That's great. That's a great small sample of the ones that we do. That is seven bets out of the, I mean, 35 that we probably did on that Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) Saturday slash Sunday. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit of this because we are running long. We start talking about sports betting and we uh, we don't shut up. So I'm going to skip ahead to um, you had a bet that you wanted to break down. Okay. Over uh, the past week. Is that what it was or is this an upcoming bet? Um, break down the bet. I have one under the go over a game. I have a. Jonathan March Assault over 2.5 shots on goal. That's actually today. Oh, that's coming out today? As It hasn't come out yet? No, sir. Okay. Um, what would you like about this bet? Uh, that game is on tonight at, where is that? Let's see, 7.30 tonight, <clears throat> uh, Pacific Standard, Standard Time. Uh, so about that bet, they have the line at 2.5 shots on goal. This year, he's averaged 3.26, which is considerably higher. If you look at last year, he averaged 3.3, which is even higher than that. Over the last 25 games, he's gone over 64% of the time. 
And if you look at his career, he's gone over 63% of the time. They have the odds at minus 140. And if you convert that to the break-even percentage, like I uh, discussed briefly on the last podcast, that would be the formula would be 140 divided by 140 plus 100, the summation of 140 plus 100. And that would be a break-even of 58%. And if you look at his history, he's at 63% all-time. Uh, he's up against a, a team that, I think it's he's up against Tampa Bay, which is just in the top 15 shots on goal. I would like them to give up more shots on goal preferably, but they still give up enough. So I, I'm just looking at the value on him historically, how he's doing versus the line and his matchup. I'm looking at uh, multiple player projection softwares, and this one just adds value, in my opinion. That's great. That's great. In-depth pick. We'll find out next week what that one has intel for us yeah. um, or in store for us. Um, I uh, I don't have one in the future. Um, I'm going to skip over mine. <laughs> Sorry, man. No that worries. Was, that was, I can't follow that. That no was such worries. a great uh, in-depth pick. And uh, that one comes out later tonight at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. Um, do you have any recommendations? Yeah. A book that I absolutely loved is uh, The Smart Money. And it, it's just an amazing read. I flew through that book. And what is it about? It's basically about this uh, guy that spent a lot of time working with Billy Walters, the most infamous sports better of all time. And they don't actually say his name in the the book they they i think they call him something texas or something uh they they i don't know they basically try to protect his name but the guy is really well known and he's killed it and he's been banned from every sports book and uh it, it's just a powerful book it, you, you basically learn what it's like for these baller uh uh sports betters and how they have to go from casino to casino, even international, because they keep getting banned from everywhere. And obviously we have a little bit of experience getting banned and hopefully in the future we'll have a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or we'll hear stories of our clients getting banned. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't want to hear that. I want everybody to be able to place their bets, but it does mean you're doing good. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, um, my recommendation for this week is the document, the docu series, uh, full swing it's on netflix it's about golf i was gonna bring this up to you i'm glad you got like rigo just uh, highlighted this and said how amazing it is so oh yeah it's a great series i don't want to get too much into it the first episode talks to basically each episode highlights two golfers in the pga okay and then it has kind of a backstory the front story is each golfer and how they're doing with their career and like a little, little, um, little side stories about like the different relationships between the players, but each episode hires highlights two players. Okay. And then a backstory is live golf. I don't know if you're familiar with live golf, but it's a, it's a golf, uh, golf tournament or a golf league, a golf tour that has, um, come up in the last three years okay. and they're trying to rival the PGA tour as like the world golf league. They're wow. trying to kind of take over. It's kind of like an XFL thing wow, okay. where they're trying to take over and they're signing players, top players 
over to that league where they can't play on the PGA Tour. They can only play on Live Golf. Now, most of the players that they do sign are kind of washed up players. That might be a harsh way of saying it, but they're older. They're not up and coming players, um, but they're giving them a shit ton of money and the gol- the player, the golfers are just going over there. So it, it has a little bit of a backstory to that and and what all the players that are still on the PGA Tour, what they think about those players. So there's a little bit of drama. You see a little bit of like the back and forth between players and, and how everything is not just like sunshine and rainbows on the PGA Tour. It brings a little uh, drama into the PGA Tour. I don't know. It's a, it's a fascinating show. Even if you're not into golf, it's still a good show. I can't wait to watch it. Honestly, Rigo recommended that uh, Netflix F1 racing to me. Oh, yeah. And we binge watched that. Christine and I, we couldn't get enough of it. And he said that this is better, which is hard for me to imagine. I think it's worse. Okay. I think that this one tries to be the F1 show. Okay. And they're like, oh, we'll do that for golf. Okay. And they try, but they fall short. Yeah. Um. But uh, but they're still good. Okay. They're both still good. You know, I can't wait to check it out. They do such a good job, the Netflix series. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna save that F one series for recommendation in the future, but I did who, recommend it. Did you already? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, who says we can't do two yeah. recommendations? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Should we Our, bring up the better, better? Um, we could, we are, I'm running out of time. Okay. No worries though. No, we kind of got off to a late start. Yeah. No worries. And, uh, I know everybody at home doesn't want to know this, but my wife has to go to a a party. So I got to watch the kids. Okay. So I'm running out of time. Okay. Um, they'll have to get it on the next episode. Got to get it on the next episode. You got to tune in next week (laughs) for that. Um, or if you were, I mean, what we were, oh, we were going to kind of go over rules. We don't have that at youbetsmart.com, but even though if you don't have all the rules, we'll go over the better, better next week. You can sign up to get all of our picks at youbetsmart.com. Um, follow us on TikTok and Twitter at youbetsmart. Sign up to our Discord and Reddit page. There you go. You can get picks on there too. Um, we're just getting that started. $25 a month get you all of our picks. You make money every month so far. Yeah. We can't guarantee it's going to happen every month, but we're on a good uh, streak so far. Yeah. Nice start. And we would love to have you join our our, uh, our movement. Our, <laughs> our community. There you go. At YouBetSmart.com. Uh, sign up. All right, Jake. It was good talking to you this week. I love this podcast because we don't it seems like we save some of our conversation throughout the week for this yeah so we get a good like uh, catching up yeah with the podcast i agree scott always a pleasure all right jake i'll see you next week likewise later brother (laughs) 